This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Kelsey slot left. He is phenomenal in the red zone. They go the other way. Caught for a touchdown. Kadarius Tony into the end zone. So they finally break through. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. That phony jerk. Kadarius Phony. I hate this guy. Do me a favor, guys. Like, I, I I, consider the crew on the show, we're not just co-workers. We are friends. We're hashtag buddies here on You Better You Bet. Can, like, can I get, like, one of, like, the 9,000 people that work on the show? Can I get one person just to stop me next time I want to bet Kadarius Tony over? Yeah. Just, like, someone step in and be like, you know what? Like, your rationale can be great, and, like, the number could be, like, a, like it could be underpriced. You could be taking advantage of a bad number. Also, don't do it. Sa- save yourself. Have more self-respect. I need someone to step up to the plate and stop me from betting this guy, because every time I do, it's a total disaster. Um, so I guess it's really my fault, not his. But I like to blame others. It's kind of my thing. Uh, we'll talk about the Chiefs, Kadarius Phony, and, the, uh, and their game against the Chargers coming up on Sunday in a second. We will still get to the Eagles and the Dolphins, the Niners and the Vikings. Matt Moore joins us in 20 minutes from the Action Network. He will join us for two segments, talking betting on the upcoming NBA season. Starts one week from today. So you want your NBA betting preview? Uh, 20 minutes from now, you'll get it. Four 40 minutes with our pal, Matt Moore, to start hour number three and all our bets for tonight coming up in the power hour, the final hour of the show. But for now, we continue on with P-squared, B-squared, and uh, Arrowhead for this AFC West rivalry matchup between Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, Justin Herbert, and the Los Angeles Chargers. So the Chargers obviously lose on Monday night to the Dallas Cowboys in a game that just makes you say, what year is it? What year is it? And how does how does this keep happening to the Chargers every single year? Uh, Kansas City right now at BetMGM, Ken. Basically, but almost six, 5.75 in between five and a half and six, like a juiced five and a half towards Kansas City. The total in the game has dropped even like from the, in the last couple hours was at 49 right before we, uh, we came on air at three o'clock Eastern on this Tuesday, now sitting at 48. Pen, pencil, blood or blank. Chiefs and Chargers. Well, man, the the total I feel like we were out ahead of, right? Just in terms of talking about this uh, when we did this on Friday, just the idea that like when these teams normally play, this isn't the total. It's usually higher. And be curious. Okay, like you can have all the look aheads you want, but like when the actual money's involved, like how does the market get shaped? And people are betting like this is going to be like how the Chiefs have played the entire year. This run the ball a lot bad red zone efficiency low scoring games teams gone under i think in all every game or almost every game the entire season including thursday night against denver just it hasn't they have, we haven't had those shootout games the defense have been too good 
the offense hasn't had to, to play like that. You wonder if like, just cause this opponent's seen them, like, is this the team that has to bring that out of the Chiefs to play a game like that? Doesn't look like there's gonna be crazy weather right now in the game either, in case you're wondering like, well, is the total getting that down? The only game that might have weather right, well, there's two and we're seeing the totals actually kind of stay the same, but they're already really low. Uh, Baltimore might have a ton of wind. Like a lot of people have kind of earmarked that game as maybe an under game. And then the Bills Patriots game might have rain and wind. And we'll kind of see what it looks like later in the week. And that's, we're already following that uh, game just because of like Josh Allen playing with an injury. Maybe we'll see what that's like. And the Patriots never score anyway. Uh, so that totals like already in the low forties. So I think we're going to be okay here probably on weather. Just is this where you want to step in? We talk about a pivot point, right? With Denver, is this where you want to step in and be like, okay, now the market has like a hard reaction to how the Chiefs have played so far this year from a total standpoint. Like you can see it in what's happening in the market where like we haven't been able to really see that in any of the games they played this year. Now, because now that's now happening, is that the time to come back in and play the over? Because now there has been, not just that we think it's, they're going to go over, but now you actually get like a quote unquote valuable number as a result of it. So my numbers came in like low 50s on this game, like 51, 51 and a half as a total for this game. That doesn't mean I have to be right, but uh, I probably will come back in and play the total. And I think I can wait to do it. I think that's the other thing because look at look at where we're going and look at why we're going there because the Chiefs played a bunch of under games so far. It might be like a, a contrarian over in a Mahomes game is certainly an interesting thing to say. Not a Mahomes loud, game, a Mahomes-Herbert game. Right, but I, I think that's where we are, honestly, with this, with this game. It's either don't play the total or play the over now that it's in this range. Can I, can I take this in a different direction for a second with another oh, game yeah, sure. and then we'll get back to Chiefs Chargers? Uh, so you mentioned uh, Ravens, uh, Lions on Sunday, and I just like looked at the weather forecast for the games. Like potential like winds and, and up, wind uh, of upwards of 20 miles per hour on Sunday in Baltimore. I mean. Under. Well, no, well not just under in the game. Like, if that's what it's going to be and, teams, and, and the teams aren't going to be able to throw the ball, how are the Lions not smashing them? Like, Baltimore can't run the ball against that Lions run. Lions money the line Lions under? Gonna... Yes, yes. Parlay? But I bet I'm, the under already if, in the game. We're going to do that later in the show. So. Ken, if the wind is going to be 20 miles per hour plus on Sunday in Baltimore, the Ravens can't throw it, like, you think they're going to line up with, like, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill and run it all over this Lions defense? Or is it more likely that even without David Montgomery, that ridiculously good and physical Lions offensive line, they're going to run up and they're going to play smash mouth and they're going to pound you with Gibbs and Craig Reynolds over and over and over again, and then the Lions are going to win the game outright, as I almost almost knocked my entire setup over. I was you were so very excited about it. That was good. I, yeah, so I, mean, I, I bet the under be? already, not just because of weather. Like my my number in the game is less than that too. Like I actually, like I know it's weird because you're like, well, Detroit high flying offense, like Ravens want to be a high flying offense. I let me flip flip over to that game real quick. You know, in DVOA, these are the second and third ranked defenses so far this year in this game, Detroit Baltimore, the game that we're not supposed to be talking about right now. A lot of the other metrics are really good too. I, whew, man, I. I can't believe a Detroit offense should play in a game with a total of like 40 and a half or 40. And that's kind of what I came out on in this game. And now we're going to have, that was before we even saw the weather forecast. So I'm with you on that. We can get back to Chargers whenever you want. I, I, I love the Lions. and I'm going to bet that under also. Can't wait for that game coming up on Sunday. Anyway, back to the uh, the task at hand. Do you better, you bet Nick and Ken. Terrific football Tuesday. Uh, back to the Chiefs and the Chargers here. So yeah, like Ken's right. We talked about this on Friday following the Chiefs Thursday night win last week against Denver. That, uh, you know, Let's see what the total is going to be. And we might, might like the under based on what the number is. Uh, now it's 48. So I think to Ken's point, 
it has to be like over or nothing now. Like, I don't really know if I can make a case for an under here. And here's where I get into a little trouble with the side of the game. Um, I'm very concerned, hashtag concerned, with this Chargers offense right now and what this is going to be the rest of the season against good defenses. When you had Mike Williams, it was one thing, right? Because you would have a two-wide receiver set, or a three-wide receiver set, really, of Williams and Palmer on the outside, Keenan Allen in the slot. Now with Mike Williams' injury, um, and the fact that Quinton Johnston is an absolute zero, not just in terms of his on-field play, but also has zero receptions for zero yards and zero touchdowns. That was his line last night. Like, they, they're in, they're in big trouble here. Because without without Johnston to play on the outside, it's what you drafted him to be. You took him in the first round ahead of Zay Flowers. Now it's Allen on the outside, and he's really good, but I mean, his best position is in the slot. That's what it's been his whole career. So it's Allen and Palmer. You, they, you can't trust anyone to play in the slot. Johnston's brutal. You don't have another receiver that you trust. And now it's Parham and Everett. They, they're literally running personnel with two receivers and two tight ends on every play. And, like, Eckler is awesome. But the whole point of having Justin Herbert and paying him that they back, backing up the Brings truck for him, you're supposed to have this high-flying passing offense here. And instead, you're rolling out two tight ends on every play. And I understand, like, that's probably their best way of trying to win football games. But it's also, like, it's not what you want the team to be. It's not what they want to be. And you're playing a really good Kansas City defense. So I think, right that when I conceptualize the game, the Chiefs are going to be able to score in the game. I don't think there's any question about that. Whether they score like 40 or 30, 24, whatever, right. the Chiefs are going to be able to score. Totally agree. Are the Chargers going to be able to score? And I think it comes down to something really subjective. I think the question that we all have to ask, ask ourselves is this. Is this going to be like a Justin Herbert step-up-in-class game? where he goes toe-to-toe with Mahomes, and maybe they lose the game, but they lose by a small amount, and they cover the spread, and the game can go over the total? Or is Herbert going to play like he did on Monday night last night against Dallas, where he was the the worst quarterback in the game, Dak definitely outplayed, and it wasn't like Dak was great in the game, Dak definitely outplayed Herbert. Herbert missed a number of throws that he makes in his sleep usually, a couple long throws to Keenan Allen, a pass to Eckler out of the backfield, like that, that could have gone for a touchdown potentially. Like, Herbert did not play well. So I think the subjective question is, what's this going to look like for Justin Herbert on Sunday? Like, Ken, do you have confidence that Herbert can do his part and this Chargers offense can do its part to get this game over the total? And I think if the answer to that question is yes, I almost feel like if you like the over in the game, I almost feel like it correlates with, with the Chargers covering the spread also. And I think that's the direction I'm leaning in, is that Herbert plays well enough to cover, not well enough to win. Staley screws it up at the end, Chargers lose by three, and the Chiefs end up winning the game. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the reasons why I, I like still doing some projections for games and, you know, a lot of what we do on the show now is more my opinion and what I think, but it's combined with like, you know, some some projections for how I see the game playing out, some like creating a total and a side and, okay, how did I get to that number? And I think that's one of the things that's helpful about doing that is you don't get too caught up in the like the last thing you saw where it's like the Chargers offense last night did a lot of things where you just go how is this game going to go over the total against Kansas city? Like, how's that going to happen? And, uh, and just like, okay, like on average, what should kind of the, what do I think the average scoring in this game is going to be? And I, it's not even that I think it's going to be way over this. I just think it's going to be a little over this. <laughs> like, I just think it's going to be slightly over this. I don't think it's that crazy that the chargers they're they're just so interesting because like, you're right about everything that you're saying, but it's like, their offensive numbers are still like not. I mean, they did play Dallas last night too. Their offensive numbers aren't bad in the red zone. They're really good, and we we even saw that. I referenced that at the start of the show in the the, the game against Dallas last night. Like when they get there, they score. 
um, you know, can they kind of bring out a Kansas City, a type of game we haven't seen yet? Kansas City's been able to be like up a score, run the ball, hold the other team down. Like they've been like comfy for a lot of the games that they played. And uh, can the Chargers get, get them out of that? And if they can, to your point, which is why I think you're right that it's correlated, then they cover the number and the game probably goes over. Ah, uh, so you like the over in the game. Do you, do you good about the Chargers? I hate five and a half. I hate it. But even like six, six and a half. Yeah. Not in. Maybe. No, I'm saying like maybe I would start to be pretty interested. Like I five and a half. Agreed. That's tough. <laughs> That's think, the one with you and the Chiefs so far I'm this year. In, That's really tough. I I think I'm in at six with the I I I, I hate to do the God. Am I gonna? My do updated this number again? on this game was five and a half. So I I kind of like I think I think I think we were. You think we're staying here? No, like, where do you think are we even? Is the market even like tilting in a direction right now? Oh yeah, it's it's it's, it's juice way towards Kansas City, right? Last I looked, at least. Well, I got bad news for you. A couple fives just appeared on the board. <laughs> oh all, my that's god! All. <laughs> well, that's no yeah, that fun. literally just happened. The screen just lit up. That's really funny. Well, I guess we're going okay. down. <laughs> all right, in an earlier round. Uh, coming up next, hour number three begins. 40 minutes of NBA betting conversation with our pal, Matt Moore. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.